It's time for Twig. This week in Google, Jeff and Gina are here with their South by Southwest post-mortem. Uh, we'll also find out what uh, Jeff and Marissa Mayer and Tim Armstrong talked about last week. And uh, Gina's tip of the week, it's the return of Google Wave. It's all coming up next on This Week in Google. Netcasts you love. From people you trust. This is Twit. Bandwidth for This Week in Google is provided by Cashfly. C-A-C-H-E-F-L-Y dot com. This is Twig, This Week in Google, episode 86, recorded March 16th, 2011. The Right to Be Forgotten. This Week in Google is brought to you by GoToMeeting. Business travel can kill your company's profits, so do more, save more, and travel less with GoToMeeting. For your free 30-day trial, visit GoToMeeting.com slash Twig. And by Squarespace.com, the fast and easy way to publish a high-quality website or blog. For a free 14-day trial, go to Squarespace.com slash twig. It's time for This Week in Google and the Cloud. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us now, back from a wild party somewhere in the middle of Texas, Gina Trapani. Howdy. <laughs> Howdy. Should have worn my cowgirl hat. How are y'all? <laughs> great, great. Yeah. A little raspy still from the party in, but uh, happy to be home, but also great South By. It was really fun. Also from South by Southwest, Jeff Jarvis. Jeff and Gina are... Sorry, I'm still waking up from the party. <laughs> Jeff and Gina are our regulars. Uh, next week, we will have a, a special guest from Google. But uh, for now, the three of us and uh, lots to talk about in the Googleverse. But uh, I guess we should... We should debrief. By the way, thank you so much for being part of uh, Twit on Sunday. And if you haven't oh, heard, thank you. I always feel good when I graduate to Twit. <laughs> it's not yeah, graduating exactly. I'm, I'm at the grown-ups table. No, no. I, I want to just say about uh, this week in Google. This show is uh, is one of our um, uh, absolute premier shows, and it's and it's entirely because of you guys. Whoops, I just darkened the show. Until then, until then, and we went black. No, it's entirely because of you guys. You guys are fantastic. Oh no. And uh, and it's one of the reasons this show out of the box uh, got such a great audience is because uh, you have uh, absolute fans. Gina, for of course, starting Life Hacker and her great work uh, with Think Up, and uh, and I have to throw in now to do dot text, which increasingly because <laughs> you're using it. Awesome. I you know, have to tell you, Leo. It. People tell me I listen to you on Twig. I don't hear Life Hacker anymore. Oh, I hear, that's good. I to you on well, this week Google. Yep. I guess that's yep. good, right? And they know about yeah, Smarter. Yeah, great. Word. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff Jarvis, of course, he's a professor of journalism. He's a, an esteemed um, uh, commentator on the future of journalism and also the author of a, really one of the best books on Google, What Would Google Do? Um, although now I, I, I saw um, uh, Vijanathan on uh, CNN touting his new book. So his book's finally out. Yes. Steve's yes. book is finally out. And Stephen Levy's book, I just got the galley for it. Oh, uh, he's, in the Plex. He's, he's, he's doing, doing kind of the story of Google. Oh, see, he did, of course, the, the classic Soul of a New Machine. No, no that's did, Tracy uh, Kidder. He did Hackers, Hackers which really uh, was this, one of the... That and Soul of the New Machine were the seminal yeah. works on, on uh, the 70s computer scene. And uh, so I, I can't wait to read that. And and I'll let his book Googled. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of, a lot of books about Google. Time to move on. Yeah, maybe we should move on. His next book, Public Parts, will be out sometime soon. And you spoke, didn't you, Jeff, about that very topic at South by Southwest? 
Yeah, I was over the river and through the woods halfway to Dallas, but yes. Uh, <laughs> Did you get the four square? There's a four square button that's like, I can't remember what it is, far, far out or something. Far, oh. far away. Far, yeah, far away. you explore Austin outside oh. of the, uh, but really for some panels, you have to take a shuttle to, a, yeah. to the hotel, uh, you know, across the river. Yeah, I did that a couple of times. It's yeah, I was thinking about, I was so trying big. to think of what to suggest because when we, you know, we discussed this somewhere that, that, you know, I was wondering whether South by 19,000 is the final number, 19,000 paid participants. Wow. And should it be cut down? Should it should it have a cap? And somebody said maybe it was on uh, it was on Twit. Well, then it becomes Ted, which you don't want. We don't want an elitist uh, no, show. No, but I but it just doesn't work. It's just too big. I, I I'm thinking about it. I think they've got to separate film from interactive now. Well, and maybe be a little bit more selective in panels. I mean, there's so yes. many panels and there's so many tracks that it's a little frustrating because you just can't you see. Yes. Yeah, you can't see all the ones. So if they were, uh, you know, if they cut the number of panels down by 75%. It would also be great if yeah. people could express interest in panels beforehand so that they could see before they schedule them. Don't so they, they do that? Say, Don't they have well, votes? No, no. But, but no, that, oh, Gina wants to, this person, user 123, Gina Trapani, wants to see these panels. Uh. Oops. Let's not. A lot of people want to see the same panels. Don't schedule them at the same time. Uh, There's a lot. There you right. go. Right, right. There is technology I, to solve this problem. <laughs> uh, Lanyard.com, Lanyard mm -hmm. with one A, uh, mm -hmm. was, was awesome. And um, my coworker Andy Bayo was like, "Hey, just go on Lanyard and see where, what panels your friends are going to." And I did that, and it was just like it immediately kind of surfaced. You know, 20 minutes, and I was able to. I had this great list of panels that I wanted to go to, and uh, that, Lanyard did a really, really nice job. Better than the the, the native, sorry, South by Southwest, but <laughs> better than the native South by Southwest app. That's interesting. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They Plan had this kind did of you, a dedicated. It, it's a little different than Plan. I mean, it's but it's similar in that for that use. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, I haven't used PlanCast very much, so I'm not sure. It's so Lanyard's sort of just you know, it's it's conference specific, right? And you sign in with Twitter, so it knows who you follow and who's followed you, and you can list yourself as a speaker, and you can you know see where your friends are going, and uh, that was really really helpful for me because I'm out of the loop, but my friends are in the loop. So yeah, PlanCast is is them. is all events, and Lanyard is just conferences. So yeah, right. Social right. conferences. It just shows you uh, that there's a problem where we wouldn't have software like Lanyard. Right. <laughs> and I like this link. Fed up about uh, hearing about South by Southwest? Block tweets from known attendees. <laughs> 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 now that's an application that uh, people want. Well, of course, you can't block us, but we'll stop talking about South by now. Um, but I do have to start thinking about it for next year. Uh, we, we are talking with them actually this week about expanding our participation. Um, there's a lot of things we'd like to do. One of the things, you know, the last two years, all we've done is cover the parties because, uh, you know, Scoble told me, he said, forget the conference, forget the show. The parties uh, is where it's at at South by. So last year and this year, that was kind of our coverage. But I really do want to cover the conferences. So what we're going to try to do is work with uh, the wow. organizers to have a, have a stage outside where select conference presenters can come out we can't stream the conference they do that but can come out and talk to us and we can interview them and i think that would be a, wouldn't that be That's a great way to spend a couple having of days? having the crowd having the people there and it was just so great the, the venue you found and and it was, it was the real that. fans were there yeah momos was great and that was wonderful just having real people and enthusiastic you know yeah, nice we, people. i decided yeah, not to promote it too much because i just wanted it to be people who listen to the show so they would know about it right, and so it worked perfectly I would have I loved did. to have had you stream our session, though, Leo. Uh, Andy um, organized the worst website ever, which was like seven people pitching their worst possible ideas to a VC. It was what Dave fun. McClure. And oh. he funded us with $5, the winner. 
It was hilarious. Um, we had the ballroom just it raucous laughter. It was awesome. And everyone was asking us, you know, is there a video? And we're going to try and get a video up. But man, I would have loved to have had you live stream that. It was one of the coolest panels I've ever been on. It was really fun. Well, doesn't South by do something? Most conference organizers will do something. They well, don't. so they, they live streamed the keynotes, which okay. was great. But like the, the individual panels, you know, we actually did our panel twice because the first room was so small. We had a line to the escalator. So they said, okay, well, we have, you know, that was at 11 a.m. They said, oh, we have a bigger room for you. You can redo it again at 5 p.m. so we can accommodate everyone. Well, uh, so, you know, it was just... It was one of those things. It was the most popular event on Lanyard, so we knew a lot of people were going to come. We didn't want to turn them away at the door, but we had to do that the first time. So, so it was just one of those things. Like we knew it was going to be a good panel. South by didn't, and like it was just like, ah, oh, I wish we could have streamed this. But you know, we had somebody with a handy cam in the first row, so we did get some video. Oh, but, we uh, could do better than that. So, Eileen is sitting here, uh, and we're you know we are going to talk. We're, we have a conference call with uh, the organizers, literally in the next few days. They didn't want to talk until after it was over, yeah. but planning yeah. for next year. And you know that's a great idea. If we could, if we would know ahead of time, and I think with your help we would, yeah. what the really, you know, five of the best panels, and they would let us stream those. That would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah you got to find the panels that are funny, like that take that's a different, great. you know, that aren't just people sitting at a table going wah wah wah. You yeah. know, the really kind of it's a lot of that. Like, right. the, yeah, the, the really lively, lively ones. That would be that would be great. Yeah, I'd like to. Well, do the great that. thing you can do too is you don't just stream the stage; you right. use your cameras to go around and Oprah the, the room. Yes, right. Because you do it to the whole town. You know, you know how to do that now, so you could do that with the room where you really bring in the funniness, you know, a, the, the, the funny folks in the room. It's a good verb, by the way, the Oprah the room. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, and we I'm, know how much Jeff loves Oprah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to Oprah the room. And uh, no, I think, I think we will uh, we'll, we'll be some, a little bit more. We're getting more, each time, getting a little more ambitious. I mean, last time, I remember, it was just me, a staff, and a camera. <laughs> Yes. Yep. And I yep. walked around. I didn't have a cameraman. I was just me, you know, walking around. Well, then, Leo, you have the other problem of having the one-person crowd surfing, the six-person crowd surfing. Now what do we do? I think the tattoo is the only way to go. <laughs> I was hoping that <laughs> I could I'm do wrong. I don't want the twig logo less. on your ass. I want the twig logo on your ass. <laughs> oh, dear. We should have a bet. <laughs> we should have a bet. We'll figure out something. So uh, let us let us talk a little bit about uh, what's going on in the world outside of South by Southwest. Yes, there is a world outside of Austin, believe it or not. Uh, although, really, the uh, the geek world and the cloud world did converge on Austin. I have to say, I learned a lot. Did anybody go to the Google Hack House party? That's how I knew that South by Southwest had gotten too big. Normally, when Google holds events at conferences like this, Huge. you know, it's top of my list. And, and it's the first thing I play. I, I didn't make it to any Google events. <sighs> I felt terrible. Did, I, did Jeff? Did you make it to uh, any no. of the Google events? They were pretty big. They had a big presence. Events were so over um, subscribed. These parties were so oversubscribed that most of these, many of these parties, had competitions to get into the party. Huh. The Foursquare party you couldn't get into unless you did a. You know, you were like, it was it was crazy, and I don't know. So. Um, I'm just looking at all the things they did. They had on Sunday, which uh, we missed, was the League of Extraordinary Hackers from 1 to 6. They had 15-minute API briefings on Android, Chrome, HTML5, Blogger, Google TV, Google Maps, App Engine, YouTube, web fonts, cell bots, and fusion tables. What? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. You know, I'm just not in the developer mindset when I go to South by Southwest. You no. know what I mean? Like, I'm just not in the, like, I want to learn the Chrome API. You know, it's like... <laughs> we missed just... that because we were working. But then I, we could have gone to Super Happy Dev House, uh, complete with hacking and a Lego Mindstorms su sumo bot competition. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> we got, you know what? I need more cameras and more, more hosts. 
Yeah. We're gonna have to do four. We're gonna have to do a, a four-way screen where you pick what what party you want to be. It's just incredible. But then on the other hand, a, a party is a party is a party. Right. 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 Yeah. Uh, you're going deaf. You're then gonna lose your voice. You're gonna fight to get one drink. You're well, that's why the I thought this was all day. That's I don't why mean I, to be. I don't mean no, to be old right. just for no fun. But. No, you're right. I. That's why, to be honest, I thought next year uh, we try to capture at least some of the se of the session content, uh, which we yeah. have. We have not. I, I think been... session content, and I think you know the fact that you go to Dignation, the fact that you are now going to have a show of similar parties with content, right, are pretty great. Well, I don't yeah. want. I don't think. I don't. <laughs> We don't even know what we're going to do next year as far as shows, but I guess we have to do a show. I don't want to do stubs. Yeah. I don't do what Dignation does. That's 2,000 people. <laughs> Yours was great. Moment was great. I like what we did because it was, a, it, was, it, was, it was like family. But next really year, was. but the thing is now everybody knows about it, so next year you're going to make it big. I don't want to make it big. But anyway, we'll figure out somewhere. You know, I was, I was thinking, too, that and we'll get off South by Southwest because I know most of the world is sick of it. Yeah. Uh, but um, uh, I wasn't there. I'm tired of hearing about it. But if they split up theater and uh, interactive, they could also use the theaters to do some really neat stuff. Oh, right. If they, skip, right, if they separate film. Yep, yep. Yeah. That's a good idea. I, actually, that separating the, the, the three is a really good idea. Was, wasn't this year the first year the interactive was bigger than film or music? Which is just no, yes. last, year, last year was bigger, and this oh, year was, was gigantic. Yeah. <laughs> so Google has, uh, once again, uh, done its crisis response page. This has become kind of just automatic from Google. If you go to google.com slash crisis response, there have been an awful lot of crises in the world. And, of course, Japan is the latest. And um, I think they're doing a spectacular job now of this. Uh, yeah, they've got this down, right? They've got it down. Yeah. Um, they roll this out right away. And, yeah, honestly, I mean, not to be cynical, but they, Google needs to do this to show that they have real-time tools that can help people, you know, that, that, that are on Twitter. Because all you hear about this this... You know, with these things, you hear about Twitter a lot. People found out through Twitter, people first, yes. first, you know, eyewitness accounts, that kind of thing. So Google's got to get into the game. And what I really like about Google's tools is that it, 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 there's like a direct, you know, help kind of situation where you can find, you know, finding people and seeing maps and adding names and looking for names. That's very useful, maybe mm -hmm. more useful than seeing a stream of news going by. That's for people experiencing the issue. Well, this has both, and that's what's kind of intriguing. You can click this link that says latest news. At the very bottom, they have uh, real-time updates, which aren't updating yet, but they will. Those are mostly tweets. Um, mm -hmm. They have a latest, you know, it's really a dashboard. Uh, live streaming from NHK, maps. Uh, they have uh, all sorts of uh, updated links, rolling power blackouts, embassy resources if you're stuck in Japan. Um, and then I like this right at the top, a way to donate, which I think is so fantastic to the, either the Japanese Red Cross Society, UNICEF or Save the Children. Um, and, and I, I think that makes it very easy. That's using Google checkout to donate. Uh, everybody's doing that though. You know, I was really pleased to see Apple with their iTunes. Uh, it, it's right on the front page. It couldn't be easier to donate and you do it right through the iTunes and Apple doesn't take its normal 30%. I've. I presume Google also waives its cut from uh, Google Checkout. So, um, you know, the, the tech community, I, 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 we read on MacBreak Weekly yesterday an email that was sent to Kevin Rose um, from a, a listener uh, up to this show and to many of the Twitch shows as well because he mentions them, uh, who was at Apple, a Japan employee, and talked about what they did in the Apple stores. They said, you know, Tokyo doesn't have much open Wi-Fi, 
many people come to the Apple stores to use the Wi-Fi. So we stayed open till 10 p.m. that night. We put chargers out, as many as we could find, so people would charge their phones because there was no power. This is in Tokyo. Wow. That's um, great. Pe people uh, uh, were uh, actually spending the night there who couldn't get home. I mean, it was really, it, yeah, it was pretty neat. I'm sure other companies responded similarly. I'm sure Google Japan responded similarly. Uh, I just think I think it's really great. It's it's you know as we said it on Twitter, every technology comes of age, uh, you know the next disaster supposedly. But but you know watching the many ways that we get news now here is just amazing. I've talked about Andy Carvin like crazy. By the way, I'm going to be at NPR next week. Oh good. Maybe I maybe I get Andy to come in for a few minutes. Oh would you please? You know he gave a panel again. This is another one I missed at South by. He gave a panel. I would have loved to have seen that. Yeah, he's he's just great. He's just yeah. wonderful. And he was doing Japan. Uh, but all all the other sources, the fact that I can, I, I, I've been going nuts watching NHK, uh, which they, they they the Japanese network, and they put a live translator on the TV. Oh, that's neat. It's, it's on UStream. Um, well, that's what he said. TV. People in the people in the Apple Store were going in to watch UStream. Yeah, that's where they yeah. were getting their news. I think that's, that's exactly yeah. So just just for the for the for the records, it's UStream.tv slash channel slash NHK hyphen world hyphen TV. And um, it's it's striking how different the coverage is versus America yeah. and cable news. It is so much more information-packed and so less emotional, believe it or not. They're living through this, and we're the ones going crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and they don't go crazy with the fancy graphics and all that. They sometimes just hold up a big, you know, cardboard thing with a map of the... Yeah. Of the area or a map of the of the uh, reactor, and they explain it. And they go through long stories. It's very impressive, and amazing to be able to see it from there. No kidding. <laughs> so Andy Carvin, as we've mentioned before, we'll say it again. A Carvin on uh, Twitter, and he's doing a kind of a curation, as he has in the past with other events, major world events like uh, the Egypt Revolution and Tunisia and uh, Haiti. Before that, he's doing his own little curation, which is fantastic. And I can't believe still only thirty three thousand followers. Anyway. Meanwhile, you know, Charlie Sheen's got two million. It's like, what, come on, please, give me a What's break. Wrong with the world? <laughs> what is wrong with the world? And uh, as you mentioned, nhk-world-tv uh, on uh, on uh, UStream uh, for their live. And actually, you can also, they also point to uh, the, uh, the, the um, main feed as well from NHK. I don't see anything. You right found now. Any, any great resources on, on the technology side of this? Well, the big story for, I think, for us as technologists is the nuclear plants. That's what I'm saying. And yeah, trying to I mean. get, and it's really tough, trying to get... I think you get, had a link earlier to, to the MIT... I did. Now, that's Slate uh, has deprecated that uh, post saying that guy is not a nuclear engineer, although I think that the folks at MIT in nuclear engineering probably, in fact, I know, uh, amended his post and, and vetted it for accuracy so I, I i tend to trust that post um and then we also had a link to nrc.gov where they have a lot of teaching material the national nuclear regulatory council on uh, on how those uh version one ge um boiler reactors work um but it's hard to get unbiased information you know uh, a lot of the news networks want to sensationalize it like the you know it's the end of the world uh and then pro nuke People are minimizing it, and I just, you know, I'm on the fence on nuke, and I'd like to get that information yeah. so we could make an intelligent choice. And that's apparently not going to be not too easy to do. So uh, it's it's uh, yeah. That I I want to. We're probably. I think this is in our portfolio. Do something um, on on the network to try to 
get some unbiased. That's a good idea, Leo. Factually, yeah, it is. you know, technical information on the air. Non-easy to do, I might add, because everybody seems to have something. A dog in this hunt. Um, let's move on to some Google news. Um, Chrome, a big winner in two ways. It survived the pwn-to-own attempts to hack it. Actually, there were no attempts, which I thought was very interesting. Canada's CanSec West, a security conference that's held every year, has a traditional pwn-to-own festival in which hackers attack browsers and operating systems and lately uh, mobile devices uh, they come prepared with their hacks, we should point out. They don't, like, just sit down on a computer and say, let me see if I can hack this. Uh, of course, the company's now aware of this, uh, put out patches right before Apple put up some big some dozens of patches for Safari. And still, Safari got hacked within five seconds. Chrome, neither Chrome nor Firefox was hacked at all, despite the fact that Google put out an additional 20 thousand dollar reward to the person who hacked it nobody attempted which i take to mean nobody had a hack yeah that doesn't mean no one no one tried they tried <laughs> before no the, succeeded yeah, they yeah. tried they tried before the event and said we're not wasting our time on that yeah so google was paying 20 grand to someone who successfully hacked yeah so you no would one, get uh, anyway you'd get forty thousand. i think you get forty thousand i'm sorry fifteen thousand and a laptop if you succeed and google said we'll sweeten the pot and still nobody attempted, which is a pretty big pot. And I would yeah, say... Yeah, that's a pretty good bounty. I would say that that is evidence there was, in fact, no known hack. Uh, right. Firefox that, that wasn't hacked those hackers either. could find. Yeah. Now, I'm not sure that Android... Um, I think Android got through as well. Let me just see. Pwn to own. This is a really a, a, a great um, event. Um, it looks like Android might have been hacked... Oh, that was 2008. Never mind. <laughs> yes, in 2008, Android was hacked. But uh, it's interesting because a lot of these, um, a lot of these um, uh, operating systems and browsers are now much more hardened than they were a few years ago. Thanks to Pwn to Own. Thanks to Pwn to Own, yeah. exactly. Although a number of... Uh, Charlie Miller, who's the guy who traditionally hacks uh, Safari, didn't this time, but uh, traditionally has won that award... Uh, said there is a negative side of this. Hackers will hold off on ex revealing exploits so that they can use them. Right. Did any other company sweeten the pot no. like Google did? No. Certainly not Microsoft. Yeah, nor it's Apple. very interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. Google. Yeah, uh, it's interesting that, that that perspective that you're doing as a service versus right. uh, yeah. right. the other way around. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, $20,000 and a CR48 <laughs> laptop. <laughs> Ooh, now you're well, cooking. Well, those are about to get scarce, aren't they? Are they? Are they giving up on those? Yeah, yeah, it looks like we have a story in the list here. Uh, shipping, They shipped the last CR48 for now, quote unquote. Well, that probably means that we'll see actual commercial versions of the Chrome OS, yes? Right. Yep, this summer, I guess, a gadget's reporting. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. I yep. have my CR48. I just saw it the other day. I waved at it. Hi. How are you? Good to see you. <laughs> I should probably see if there's updates. I don't know. I just, it doesn't compel. Yeah, I'm thinking about maybe offering it as a bounty for ThinkUp. There you go. Yeah. You want another one? Yes. <laughs> you can have two. <laughs> yes, I would love that. We shall discuss that offline. Mine, mine is just Excellent. sitting there. You'll be making the government better, Leo, with your CR48. Think of it that way. It's about time. <laughs> Partner Chrome OS devices on track for summer. Uh, Google, uh, rumor, according to uh, Engadget, rumor had it, had 60,000 
CR48s made in December. And that number fully depleted. They were they were pretty. Uh, they were they were very free with them. In fact, anybody could apply and say, "I want one." And I never got one. You never got one. No? Well, do you want mine? You should have mine. Yeah, maybe well, just. Oh, I'll play with it and send it to. to Good. Yeah, I'll send it to you first. Cool. And then uh, yeah, cause yeah it's certainly it. worth playing with, uh, because it's it's a it's not it was never intended to be a, a product. It was only intended right. to demonstrate Chrome OS and beta test it. And I know they've been pushing out a lot of fixes. Uh, over time yeah they have they have it's definitely updated i use it uh, every once in a while and there's and, it, and once in a while i do get the hey uh restart to update you got they, they had a problem with the trackpad which they fixed uh yeah you know. so anyway uh, Is it, did it work easily with printers and all that i know i don't know i didn't try no to i actually That's... never tried to print from it Printing, what's <laughs> that yeah, Google, you're so, I'm you're sorry, so I dated dead tree, by Jeff. Asking, yes. Did it work with printers? No. Printers? <laughs> acoustic coupler with it? <laughs> I believe the steam engine was not needed. <laughs> Actually, I didn't. I should try cloud print, though, right? That's why they built cloud right. print. Yeah, exactly. Right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. What we'll do is I will autograph it in a silver pen. I'll send it to you, Jeff. You autograph it in a silver pen. And we'll send it nice. to Gina. And they'll have the twig crew. Nice. Yeah. It'll be yeah. a collector's item. Let's do that. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Chris DeBona is going to be in next week. I can get him to autograph it, too. Awesome. Uh, Google VP lays down mobile stats. Is that a number of the week? I don't want to interrupt no, your number not. of the nope, week. Nope, nope, he says 150. Jesus. She, Marissa. He. She. You know, I looked at her. I thought, that's a guy. What am I, an <laughs> idiot? <laughs> what am I, a nut? What is wrong with me? No, I, I believe I can tell nowadays. She has long hair. Uh, no, that's not. Anyway, she said, <laughs> South by Southwest, Marissa spoke. She said, map service, 150 million. Is that 150 million uniques? Yeah, I think so. Wow. And 12 according, billion miles. Yes, 12 billion miles. Wow. Yeah. That is crazy. The late, it's the latest build of the app saves people an average of two days worth of travel time per year. I, I have to say, Google's I love Google's so great at that at breaking down the amount of t you know minutes, seconds, hours that things like Chrome. They did the same kind of stat when they launched the uh, Chrome uh, instant uh, instant results, right? Didn't she say it saves saves searchers like an hour or a week or something? They do that's I mean speed is obviously Google's main focus, but that's the way to tell the story. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, they'd be good at, at metrics. Right, right. <laughs> Obviously. You talked right. to uh, Marissa last week. We had to let you go early, uh, Jeff. That's How did right, that did. go? Uh, it was good. I had Marissa and uh, Tim Armstrong up there, and uh, Tim did not back away from the AOL way. Good. Uh, Marissa described a future of content, which really you know, takes the thing I talked about in the past of the, the hyper-personal news stream and really has a vision for where targeting is going to go. Um, and a lot of discussion about quality. And improving quality, you know, new algorithms and stuff like that. When you use the word targeting, I think that might bother some people. That's, you, you know it's coming. You, you know it's coming. Google has such a good sense in their own minds of, as does Facebook, of the value of it. And then they don't fully understand the creeped out people out here. Right. Well, what is targeting? What does that mean? You know, if, if Google prioritizes your inbox today, imagine if Google could prioritize all your feeds, right? So you have your Twitter feeds and your links and your email and your RSS, and they know enough about you to know what you care about. And so that they just say, here, Leo, do this. Hmm. 
that could be high value to hmm. you. But they know a lot of, they got lots of signals then of what matters to you and who you're talking to and when and why. And you're getting value back, so it's worth doing. I mean, I, I couldn't live without uh, Priority Inbox now. Is the trick to do it without creeping people out? Yeah, the trick to do it is, is, is by being very open, and the political end of this is difficult. You know, I think Obama is about to announce, the FTC is about to announce tomorrow, um, a do-not-track law. And it just drives me nutty because we don't need it. We have it. We have the ability to turn off cookies, anything we want. It's a stupid way, but as, as, as has often been pointed out to me, the fact that do-not-call got you know, right. 180 million Americans or some such, anything, anything called do-not today is going to pass in Washington. Yeah, do not the do not breathe. Law is going to do be not. <laughs> and um, you know, so uh, is it? Uh, I I have this antipathy towards marketers. Obviously, everybody I imagine everybody does. But is that really reasonable? I mean, Leo, Leo, they pay. Isn't marketing? Yeah, it's isn't it kind of critical? Isn't it the grease exactly. that lubricates our economic machine? That's Maybe. what, I, what I, I wrote this, you know, paragraph in, in, in the book saying, you know, you can cut all these things out. You can get ghostry and find out who tracks you. You can go to an incognito session. You can kill your cookies. This is all in your power today. And that's fine. It's your, it's your right and privilege and you can do it. But when you do that, you have lowered your value to the site you're coming to. And you may be pushing them at some point, if enough people do this, over the edge to either open a paywall because they have to. That, how, how much do you like that, folks? Uh, or certainly put up just really junky ads. That's the immediate. Or even die. Yeah. And so there's a responsibility here, I think. And, and you know, yeah, I fast forward through TV ads, too. And so, and I ignore lots of ads, too. And the, I put the blame on the advertising industry for doing stupid ads that don't think and media for selling too many of them and not being relevant, not being engagement. But that's the whole point. If it's going to be better advertising, the way it's going to be better is targeting. Right. In the EU, I put up this on the list, they, uh, this week, are going to come out with, uh, you know, this, this panic goes on. Somewhat related, they're going to have a um, right to be forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> I love <And> that. <laughs> A guy I know named Jens Best in in uh, in Germany, uh, who's he 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 did the um, uh, anti Street View thing where he had people find the the pixelated houses. Yeah, uh, he tweeted me where is it here? He said uh, they're confused. Right to be deleted in social networks, okay. Right to be forgotten means delete everything about me online. That's bad in lots of ways. Um, and, and, and that potentially violates, if I write about you and you can come along and tell me to erase you, uh, then that's a violation of my freedom of speech. Right. So this mania, I mean, the mania is doing great things for the book. It'll, it'll, you know, be a good topic by, by the time September comes around, but, but it <laughs> bothers me greatly that we're going overboard on some of these things because there's this, this mania. Yeah. I like the right to not, would it not exist? <laughs> Well, it's, the right it's, to yeah, be forgotten, like the, right the internet never forgotten. forgets. Uh, yeah, and like have me just sort of disappear after a while. There's no, it's not uh, technologically feasible. However, well, what what it amounts to is is, is that as part of the TOS for Facebook, you would be required to guarantee that you could erase someone from the service. Right. Though you're still right there. Fine, you can erase my account, but can you erase everything that somebody said about me? Can you oh. erase every photo I'm in? Can right. you erase every link to me? This is well, the problem Facebook has. They, you could delete your Facebook account, but if anybody has referred to a picture 
in that account, it stays because it's part of their collection now. No man is right. an island. Right. And uh, let's not forget the internet I know a few archives. women who are, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're perhaps are talking about the islets of Longahans. Uh, let us... <laughs> I don't know where that came where from. Where did that come from? That right was now? just something that's buried deep within my mind. How often have you had shock therapy? It's brought out. Yeah. So let's uh, take a break. When we come back, it is the rebirth of Google Wave. Or, Yay! or, or is it? <laughs> <laughs> a very happy Gita Triplani. The night of the living tech dead. <laughs> very happy. <laughs> uh, we'll find out exactly what that means in just a second. Before we do, though, I'd like to tell everybody about Go to Meeting. Go to Meeting, of course, that great software from our friends at Citrix that makes it possible for you not to hit the road. If you're just back now from um, South by Southwest, probably the last thing you'd want to do is is get back on a plane for a client meeting. And yet so many of us spend so much time for those face-to-face -face meetings. Wouldn't it be great if there was some sort of system like, I don't know, the Internet that would allow you to have your meetings online? Yes, there is. In fact, you probably know there's quite a few online meeting solutions, but none easier, none better than GoToMeeting. If you haven't tried it, I do want you to try it. Um, meetings cost you know a lot of time, uh, a lot of money, and a lot, there's a lot of stress in flying places. So we do teleconferences, but they're not perfect. People get bored. You know what we've been doing lately? We still do tele, a lot of teleconferences, but we set them up with GoToMeeting. It's nice because it's built into GoToMeeting. It's free. You get teleconferencing via VoIP, which means you can use it on the iPad uh, or by phone or both. Uh, so we set up a teleconference. You know, it's built into Outlook. It's a click of the mouse. It's very simple. Um, but we also have the GoToMeeting in the background. We don't always use it. But if I suddenly say, oh, you know, well, let me show you, I can turn it on and they see it. Very easy for clients to use, people who've never used it before. A lot of other uh, people are, you know, maybe still using maybe those crappy Microsoft <laughs> meeting software. Um, Adobe has stuff. You know, I just say, you know, click this link. Boom, 30 seconds later, they've got GoToMeeting on there. And they universally, they say, wow, this is much easier, much better. I didn't need to call the IT department. For sales presentations, for product demos, for training, for collaboration. Again, you're in a meeting. You say, I got this document. Can we work on this together? Fantastic. I even, you know, a couple of years ago, and this was so cool, rehearsed a presentation with somebody, with two people in two different spots. We had a PowerPoint presentation. It was like 60 tips in 60 minutes, so it had to really move. We were able to rehearse it on GoToMeeting. It was incredible. Brought to you by Citrix, so you know it's secure, 128-bit SSL. It's cross-platform, Mac and Windows, and yes, on the iPad, it's spectacular. And as many meetings as you want for as long as you want, just $49. Try it free right now. Go to gotomeeting.com slash twig. 30 days free. You be the judge. Gotomeeting.com slash twig. So, Gina, we are using a new Google Doc feature that is very wave-like. It is very wave-like. Google Docs it. just got uh, comments, uh, real-time live comments, uh, within the entire document and within sections of the document. And it's, it's pretty cool, and it's very, very wave-like. It doesn't have the chaos anarchy thing that Wave had, which was that you, can, right. you can't edit other people's comments, right, which you used to be able to do in Wave. Right. But you can but comment. You can reply to their comments. You but can, you, can, you can edit the document that you're both working on, which is some ways better, right? Right, exactly. So the idea of comments is just to have this side conversation about what's going on in, in the document or in a section of the document without actually, you know, changing the document itself. Now, 
Docs had chat, you know, the sidebar chat on uh, on the side, which was nice. We use that you, from time to time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we have used that. Eileen and, 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 you know, just as we edit the, the doc for the show right. beforehand. But comments, because you can do comments within a particular section, uh, you can have discussions which are uh, separate. And you can delete discussions after you've had them. Okay, this discussion has been resolved. Right. Uh, not delete it, but kind of close it off. It's, it's a really, it's a nice new feature. I love this, right? Like I get, I have to draft documents all the time, documentation, proposals, this kind of thing. And when you work you know, remotely like I do, this, this kind of thing is huge. This is part of the reason why I loved Wave. So I'm excited. I, I feel like, I feel heartened uh, that this, this is kind of, you know, something, you know, a lesson learned or a good feature from Wave that came into Docs. I think they did a pretty good job with it. I haven't had a, a whole lot of time to play with it. I've been playing it with you guys in, in the doc that we're sharing right now. Um, and it also has, uh, this, and this is one of Wave's fatal mistakes, is that Wave launched without email notifications. So you would wave someone, but you'd never know if they waved you back. This new discussions feature in Docs, you can set uh, email notifications for various things if someone replies back or starts a new discussion, or you can turn them off completely, which is super nice. It's a, the button is, you have to open up a Google Doc, and then the there's a discussions button up near share um, that's just discussions. And so you, I'll, I'll zoom in on it so you can see it. It's right up here. By the way, we found this right away. You can change it so it doesn't email you. Uh, right. Because Jeff said, I'm getting a bunch of emails. So you can turn that off. It's actually quite granular. If you click the discussions button, then the discussions opens up in light blue. It's a... a Get off my lawn, mailman. Yeah, I want the mail. <laughs> but I also noticed, Gina, that there's a little yellow post-it note when we've got a conversation, you and me going, off to the right as well. So... It, uh, and I and I have the the capability of responding, editing, deleting, and resolving. Yeah, that's actually that that's a selection conversation. So I selected a couple of words and then right clicked and chose comment. Right. Uh, I'm going to add another one. So she'll do it right now. And well, this is all in real time, so we're watching you as you do it. Right. Kind of cool. Um, so that should come up, and I yeah. believe that that the the little post-it notes um, should sort of should match the color of the highlighted section. So I can see. Yes, they do. I can see those little red markers that Gina put. I don't know if you can see that. Let me zoom in a little bit more. Gina put that there, and then Gina put this here. And so, if you if you if you right, I think if you right click and hit comment, you can see you should be able to see the yeah. the, the comments. Yeah. Um, right there. So I I like this. I for, listen for there. groups that have to work on documents together. This is huge. Talk about uh, revision. Right. Um, so much better than uh, Microsoft Word revision tracking. I mean, really real time commenting. Yes. But, but a very clear metaphor to mm -hmm. word vision tracking, which I think people can understand, like have this mental model of a lot better, right? That, that was Wave's problem is that no one, it was like a, a product that solved the solution, you know, that had a solution for people who use mailing lists and wikis a lot. And not a lot of people do that. And there wasn't a clear, uh, a clear parallel. And I think this is a very clear parallel to word track changes, but it has, you know, it's, but it's even better because it's real time and it's, and it's cloud-based. So I dig it. I really Yay. dig it. Yay, that's great. Wave now we don't have the Wave plugin architecture and all of that. Although I don't see any reason why they wouldn't necessarily bring that back. Uh, I, I would love to see something like that. But that that was a tough, you know, that was a tough thing. You know, Gmail has labs, but only Google employees can add labs. I mean, the the, the, the dream would be, you know, a lab section or an extra mm, feature section. Third party, that, yeah. Third party developers could could, and mm. they haven't they haven't really done that. Wave was really the only platform that allowed for that for that kind of thing. So I think that's just a tough problem to solve. And um, I think, you know, you really have to get developers pulled in building really cool stuff to sell that. So well, I think that's interesting. Can't you tie that? Is it, is it easier to tie that now into the apps marketplace? That you now oh, yeah, that's a, that's a really to, good. 
That's a good point, right? Yeah, the apps marketplace is actually a really good point, a way to sort of integrate with, with Google mm. Apps in a, in, in a way. Chrome, so, yeah, let's compare it. But... Yeah, I mean, it makes sense, especially if you can make money, right? Making money is always yeah. a good thing. <laughs> people, people like to make money. I'll never understand <laughs> why. Yeah, it's yeah. Interesting, yeah. Cool. Well, I'm, I'm glad it's back. There's a, a video on YouTube that, uh, that um, I guess, demonstrates it, if you want to. Yeah, the video is pretty good. Yeah, so... Uh, only 305 people have looked at it so far. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, the video is kind of cute. It's got a... It has, uh, has wave cooties. I'll go to the uh, high-def version and we can watch it. <laughs> it's got jazz. Everybody loves jazz. Yeah, so that's a good demo if you want to know more about that. Yep. yep. And you can at email addresses so people can get notification that you've addressed them inside of a doc, which is nice. Yeah. So Gears is dead. Long live Gears or something. I'm yeah, confused. Yeah, Google Gears. Yeah. Well, it's it died. It was basically dead before. It was dying laugh. before, but it's officially dead now, yes? It's officially yeah. dead, dead now. Yeah. I mean, this is, I think maybe we'll look back and see this is the dark age of like when we knew what offline looked like because of Gears, but we didn't have it because, you know, HTML5 was on the horizon. I guess they just pulled Gears. Gears is now officially completely out of Chrome. It hasn't been around for a while, uh, but it doesn't support IE9 or the Firefox 4, which I think is scheduled to drop next week. So, uh, yeah, Gears is, Gears is gone. It's, you know, it's, I wish, I think it's probably really hurt Google Docs and maybe even Gmail in the browser to not have offline capabilities. I think that Google made the right decision to go with HTML5 and not this right. sort of hacky extension thing. But it's also been a really long time. I think they sunset gears in May of 2010. Uh, and they're talking about HTML5 offline capabilities at the end of this year. So that's a, that's a long time. That is. Why does that take so long? It's, it's not that question. complex, is it? I, 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 it's a, it's a good question. I, I'm not sure if it's an issue of the standard not being totally fleshed out or what. I would love to hear the, the, the backstory on this. Um, I think Seth last week when we had Seth on, we asked him about it, and he said, "Yeah, I'm frustrated said, too." But he said that it would come, but just it's not yeah. there yet. Yeah, yeah, it's taking a while. So uh, end of end of maybe end of this year. End of this year. But if yeah. you're gonna if you're gonna push Chrome OS, and you don't have some sort of offline storage, that thing is practically useless the minute you get on an airplane. Right. Yes, that's the problem. Exactly. Right. That's, that's the problem. Exactly the problem. Uh, there are still, I found out, airplanes that don't have Wi-Fi. <laughs> Crazy. Tell me about Continental. <laughs> I was on JetBlue. I said, where's the Wi-Fi? No. They're like, no, here's your one-way TV. <laughs> <laughs> you can watch TV, though. You can watch TV, You've got yeah. 40 channels of direct TV. What's well, wrong? Well, on Continental, i got to pay six bucks for that. Yeah. It's really interesting. I mean, of course, the airline industry is in crisis, but uh, it's really interesting uh, how... What was the latest, greatest technology three years ago is now suddenly seems out of date. <laughs> These airplanes, it's hard to keep them up to date. It's a big expense, and the airlines don't have a lot. So I thought this might, I, you know, I keep saying this. I'm, one of these days I'll learn. I thought maybe at South by Southwest, Google would announce Google Me, which now we think, according to Read Write Web, is Google Circles. So that story got repudiated in, Not so, in a lot of places. Not so. Oh, well. So, uh, traditionally, South by Southwest has been a great place to launch social stuff. Twitter, Foursquare, Gowalla. Nobody stood out this year. And I thought maybe this would be a chance for Google to say, hey, we're here. Not Apple, a good place well, to launch anymore. Apple stood out this year. Say again? Apple stood well, out this year. Apple? Right. Well, the iPad. Because of the iPad. Oh. That got all the attention. They didn't stand out. They popped up. 
<laughs> they popped up. I don't think South by Southwest is the right place to launch a startup anymore. Don't don't, don't launch no. a startup itself. It's just too big. It's too crazy. There's too people. many. There's too many similar competing things going at the same time. You know um, what, Jeremiah I think it makes more Oyang, sense for Google to launch at Google I/O. I sat behind Jeremiah Oyang on the plane back, and he said something I thought was absolutely true. He said the barrier to entry is so low now that there are hundreds of startups. It's too easy. Anybody with a nickel can start up a site. Right. It's just too easy. And so as a result, you don't have, you know, there's too many and no one's going to stand head and shoulders above the rest. Uh, read right web. And we're going to get Chris Messina on, uh, I, not next week. I think it's Chris Bona, but Chris Messina may be on the week after. Um, according to this read right web article, Chris Messina is, is one of the big guys involved. He, of course, his gans went to Chris Messina and he denied it utterly. I guess he denied I that it would be launched at South by Southwest, right? He, he declined to comment it. on the story, it says. Uh, and that's mm -hmm. what, uh, that's what uh, Marshall Kirkpatrick is saying in, in Read Right Web. Uh, but Chris, of course, you know, with, you know he's, he, he, he's hashtags. Uh, he started the bar camp. He's a very open source guy. He's the kind of guy, if they're going to do something, I would really like to see them certainly incorporate his input I saw Rick Clow, who was in charge of profile, who got profiles launched. We were going to get and Rick on. Well, he said, as soon as I'm not busy, I guess he's well, busy. Well, he's now moved to uh, YouTube. Oh, interesting. Mm. We should still have Mon, you know, one of the nice, I love very Rick. nice guys. Yeah, very nice good. guys. Guy, Google acquired him along with his feed burner service. Jonathan Sposato, who was with Picnic, another Google acquisition last year, is also reportedly working on Circles. Um. Yeah, actually, Chris did say, I don't know what the story is talking about. So there was a total utter denial. It wasn't just not here, but maybe later. It Why was, do these no, stories keep surfacing, denial. though? If if none of this is if none of this is true, why do we keep hearing these stories? Are people like playing Marshall and, and other uh, bloggers? Could be. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know why everyone wants Google to launch another social product after Buzz. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I think one of the reasons that the, the Buzz got uh, big on this was because of the re relaunched profiles. Which right. really does look much more, it's cleaner and it looks much more, as we talked about last week, like a Facebook page because it's got, you know, relationship and status and things like that. And there's also a link to your profile in the dropdown. Uh, like if you look at the at the new Google toolbar when you when you're at Google.com and logged in, if you click on the dropdown, there's a link to your profile right there, Ooh. which is pretty prime real estate. There also um, there's a lot of chatter about Blogger, and uh, you know, have you looked at Blogger lately? And look at all the big new features in Blogger. It really seems like they're sort of uh, pushing their more social products you know well, maybe here's, here's where that goes from the other side here is that facebook got a patent for patent for curated that is to say social search that's on the on the list leo patent for okay i'm trying to parse that sentence under facebook well they call it curated search uh because you know they involve human uh, uh input to it but it's really social search because it's 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 what among your who among your social uh circle that's got to be scary for Google if Facebook incredibly say we own that. Uh, and, 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 you know, for people to use, and I was hearing some people say that people are already using Facebook for search, but I don't know how you would do that. Well, Facebook would have the ability to generate search results and rank them according to a link's popularity within a person's group of Facebook friends. Wow. Now, Google's already hit them that way. Where I, I'm, I'm quite amazed when I look for random things 
and below one, I see that, you know, Leo has, has, has right. linked to this. Right. I think Jesus That's valuable. Huge very yeah. valuable. That's a big um, signal, for shot. sure. Yeah. So this is based uh, on likes? This is based on what, what your friends have been liking with Facebook, basically? Um... It's, I mean, it sounds that way. I mean, this sounds very much like what Dig does or Delicious does or anybody, any sort of, you know, social network where you can favorite things. But Facebook just has, has the users and has been pushing likes for a really long time. The patent uh, is, quote, visual tags for search results generated from social network. You said that. So, information. And it's paired with Bing. Yeah, because they're doing that in Bing. See, I wonder if you sign in to Bing using Facebook, is it going to get your track history that's going to freak people out well it would be it's good for bing um i don't know i don't know anybody who's abandoned google for bing i know people who tried and 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 i've heard people complain i said i was tom Merritt. is he still is he still doing it no he gave up long ago <laughs> It says these search results are ranked based on frequency of clicks by the members of your social network. See, this is the thing. Just because I click on a search yeah. result does not mean that I recommend yeah. it. It just it, means that it looks like maybe it's the thing that I want. Right. And, by the way, um, how big is your Facebook social network? It's 100 people, 200 people. It's not, right. it's not it a says, huge sample. The, you still get benefit at 100. But, but then, is that really my social network? You know, it's the combination. It's, my Twitter people are probably more valuable than my Facebook people, oddly, because we know we're interested in the same things. Happy birthday to YouTube. Gosh, I can't believe it's five years old. Yeah. I remember when Amber MacArthur, <laughs> in fact, I think it's still on the web. You can go look at her, her it's on YouTube, as a matter of fact, her piece that she did on our, uh, our TV show. Uh, she said, this is new, cool site. <laughs> <laughs> people can upload videos so easily. It's kind of it's neat. Uh, there's a video on uh, YouTube that is the timeline. This is pretty cool. And then they're hiring. So Rick Clow is, uh, is over there, but they're hiring new, new people. I remember thinking these guys are crazy. They're never going to be able to host and stream that oh, much yeah. video. Oh, yeah. yeah. In fact, we said they've got a big problem here because they're going to get sued to death. Yeah. yeah That's well, the and lesson that too. I have with my entrepreneurial <laughs> students. Where, you know, one of my students has a really good technology idea. And she was talking about the business model and saying she'd charge. Well, why are you going to charge? Well, because a friend of mine does it, and he pays for his servers. And I said, if that's your goal in life, stop. Yeah. Right? You know, look back at YouTube. It went berserk. I've got, a, I've got employee number 20 from YouTube is in my class now. Oh, really? Wow. Megan Hanku is, is, is a wonderful guy working on a new business. And, um, you know, if you think like Silicon Valley, you think, no, grow as big as possible, and then magic will somehow happen. Here's an interesting... Uh, acquisition green parrot pictures it's a company that specializes in fixing video quality google just i haven't them. seen it operate yet have you seen it um there is a an example on youtube you want to you want to watch yeah all right let's see here and we talked on twitter about how google also bought uh next new networks so here is yeah that, that was uh, was that oh did we talk about that last week that was twit i thought oh okay it? yeah it's a content company so that's kind of interesting well no, they're gonna get rid of the content and keep the platform keep the platform yeah platforms where the money is so i didn't see anything happen so here's oh, original, original footage the kind of bouncy shaky. shaky cam imovie does this too and does a pretty good job of it and now here no, but it'd be cool if this is built into youtube you just upload your video and it kind of cleans it up so shaky cam shaky cam shaky cam Wow, that's stabilized. Wow. 
my motion sickness just went away. Yeah, that's a lot better. iMovie yeah. does. I, it's very similar to what iMovie does. Yeah. Uh, on uh, the new iMovie on Apple, and in fact, when you import your footage uh, on an iMovie, it automatically um, does it for you. If you you know if you say okay, that's a big difference. And yeah, I, would, a big I, I could see that'd be a big big selling point if you uh, if it does that automatically. Got crappy video? Upload it to YouTube. It will fix it. That's nice. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. We're going to take a break, come back with more. Our tool and tip and number of the week and a couple of quick stories, too. Boy, there's a lot. Facebook did block that Mark Zuckerberg action figure we talked about. Oh, it's, it's so good, too. <laughs> I know. He's even got the Adidas shower sandals. Oh, it's great. <laughs> if they'd left out the like button, maybe. Oh, they need to add with Beast to it now. <laughs> And the Zoom is available, the Wi-Fi Zoom, March 22nd, uh, 27th. So uh, 11 days, five ninety nine. too expensive. I should yeah. confess, Leo, after having gone um, reboxing my... No, I haven't, but, but, but just to the Twig audience, I said this on Twitter, I was going to eat crow and go ahead and buy the iPad 2. I went to the line and they were out of anything but the huge one, so I didn't do it. I haven't bought mine either. I, I ordered online. I just decided I wanted to hang out with humans instead of stand in line at the store, and I was too late. So I yeah. put my order. It's like four to five weeks now. Yeah, you won't get it till next month. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. nice. I've waited this long. <laughs> Where do you see GarageBand? Yeah, I'm excited. I'm the excited. Apple universe is seductive. It is coated in sugar. Indeed. But it is, in fact, 1984. Follow the light, children. <laughs> in my opinion. The light. The light. Steve knows what's good for you. It's only a matter of time before they turn the camera on and Steve is watching. These are just like the screens in 1984, aren't they? Uh, but they're so pretty. I want to mention very quickly, and then we'll uh, get to our tip, tip and tool and uh, number of the week, our friends at Squarespace.com, the blogging platform extraordinaire. If you are... Uh, now, I know probably everybody who uh, watches this show has a site. If you don't, come on. <laughs> Get one. If you don't have your own site, you're just not controlling your presence on the net. You've got to do that. Unless you're one of those people that uh, what what has the right to expire. What is it that, we, what is it that in Europe? This is, a, this is a way to control what people say about you online by having your own website. If you know somebody who doesn't have a website, this is the cool thing. Go to squarespace.com slash twig. Click the try it free button. Very simple to set up. No credit card needed a site. And that's why I like it because it's really not attached to you. You can give this site to your friends or family members. Just give them the password. It's theirs now. And they can, if they decide they like it, they can keep it going as little as $12 a month complete for hosting and software. Version 6 is just around the corner stunning but even the current version is amazing the iphone and ipad integration the seamless blog importing from all the apis so your existing site you just move it over links comments and all an incredible uh, variety of plugins like the photo galleries the social network plugins uh form building data collection just take a look at the uh, example sites and you'll see so many great companies individuals, photographers, and artists are using Squarespace now. It's just a great way to get your site up and running. That looks like Bree Pettis. It is Bree Pettis. Well, I'll be diggity-danged. That's his site. Now, see, if, if Bree Pettis believes in Squarespace, you got, that's like, who needs, yeah. you know, that's like yeah. it. This Everybody is, wants to be Bree. Mr. Makerbot. Look at him. He's so cool. 
Squarespace. <laughs> I love the example sites. I, I, there's Kevin's site. Squarespace.com slash twig. Try it free today. If you're looking for the best state-of-the-art technology, uh, incredible servers at an affordable price, try it free for two weeks. Squarespace.com slash twig. We thank them for their support of This Week in Google. Let's start with Gina Trapani, her tip of the week. I'm afraid I'm going to take the, your tool. Are you going to talk about Google for iOS, Leo? Yeah, how'd you know? Okay, so you how know did you I won't know? do that one. All right. No, I don't take know, my I, tool, I, please. <laughs> I won't take your tool. I've been trying okay, to so get her to is... take my tool for years. <laughs> oh, that's so mean. I'm sorry I said that. How did you know that was my tool? No, no, no. You should do that one because I actually don't have iOS to try it out on. So okay, I, I have it in front of me. So the main thing to try this week is the Google Docs comments, which we already talked about. A very tiny little tip, though. Uh, Gmail just added click-to-call to, call to uh, the web browser. So if you check your Gmail and someone has emailed you their phone number or their phone number is in their uh, signature, you click on it and Gmail fills it in. It, it, it cool? fills it into Google Chat to make the call directly from uh, from Gchat. And that calling is free right now. They extended that. Uh, so it's an easy way. It kinda, it's kind of the same interface that you have on your phone, right? Just tap a number and you can call. But you can do it through your browser. So I was at South by Southwest and someone had emailed me his phone number and I was like, oh, that's a link. I had never seen that before. And then it, and it, and it launched uh, Gchat. So cool, Very awesome. easy way to make, uh, to make a call. And then I have one shameless plug, which is that we are giving away an iPad 2 bounty at ThinkUp. Uh, so if you're considering... Uh, if, you, if you're interested in contributing to an open source project, and we love newbies, so if you've never done it before, please come come check us out. Now you're giving away two. Make, yeah, we're, we're just giving out one one iPad oh. two, and then and then maybe well, a iPad, 48 at some point. So go to bitly uh, slash think up iPad two and uh, submit a patch, and you make some great software oh, better. Neat. Help that's us great. out. Helps help out a nonprofit, and you'll get some. Uh, you'll get your nerd merit badge from GitHub too. So um, how would you know what needs to be done? Is Can you go, is there a, a bug bug uh, report or something? Or yeah, on that, on that list, we made some suggestions of cool new features, and we're going to have, um, so we have quite a few suggestions there. We've got an issue tracker full of ideas as well, and um, we're going to have the community kind of vote on, like, what are the, what are the, what was the, you know, best and most useful feature that got, that got merged. Uh, right. So we've got quite a few ideas there, and even if you're not a programmer, we need help with documentation, with mock-ups, with just sort of design ideas. Uh, we, so we welcome everyone. I'm, I'm really interested in sort of growing the community. And we have such a great community. We had a meetup at South by Southwest. We had like 20 people show up. Really yeah. great. Just awesome, smart, interesting people. Does, so Did Steve Martin come? <laughs> Steve Martin did not come. He loves ThinkUp, by the way. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. He, it's so, so great. You know, we had the founder of iFixit show up. And oh, uh, iFixit, neat. the Mac. Yeah, so we were kind of talking around the tables, like how many thousands of dollars has iFixit collectively saved us all in sort oh, of DIY Mac repair. So that was, really, yeah. that was really fun. And their 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 teardowns of not just the iPad too, but the iPad cover. Yes, twenty two magnets in here. It's just <laughs> fascinating. crazy. I crazy. Yeah, he said that they broke the iPad two glass. It was the first iPad glass that they had broken because it's so much thinner. Uh, and well, the it's way also the, tabs the are, way they've. Yeah, you can't. They've glued it all the way around. It's, it's not just tabs, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, those guys buy those iPads and take them apart and sell the parts, but they take them apart by hand. It's crazy. They're incredible. I just, They're really cool. I think yeah. it's one of the best blogs out there so uh yep. good how neat uh expert labs is online where expertlabs.org is the place to find us and we got a blog there and the bounty announcement is there along with some other some other news uh so yeah check us out neato jeff jarvis your number of the week 
I'm going to use this one. Netflix delivers 61% of legal video downloads wow. on the internet, wow. which of course wow. is probably only about 2% of total video downloads. Yeah, we'll, right. we'll that. <laughs> um, and, and, and I mentioned that because I'm, 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 there's a nice little uh, confluence of network wars stories, right? The fact that uh, Brian Stelter at the New York Times reports that Netflix is looking to buy an original series, which I just love because that puts Netflix in They're competition producers. with both networks yeah. and, in a sense, MSOs, and it makes them a new distributor of content, which, hallelujah, just what we need, competition. Um, at the same time, Facebook, these are things in the, in the log, uh, is going to air baseball, so it, too, wow. competes with networks. Wow. Uh, at the same time, the networks are having a hissy fit because Time Warner Cable's app uh, was streaming content, and they're complaining. <gasps> I wouldn't want to be a network right now, mm -mm. though you go look and see, then, then why would Comcast buy them, Jeff? Well, because there'll be no network neutrality, and they'll find ways to advantage them and try to kill Netflix, and that's where the war is going to be. I got to see Senator Al Franken at South by Southwest, a very good presentation in which he gave the rousing defense of Netflix, of, of uh, well, Netflix via neutrality, and... Uh, it's important, folks. And he was uh, yelling at the crowd. Not yelling. He was being very funny. But he's saying, been great about that. I have to say, he's been so right on. Oh yes, he really was a very good talk. Yeah. And he said, uh, you know, entrepreneurs are job creators. You have more clout than you realize. You have power. Right. And you know, I think what what should come out of South by Southwest is action. I think South by Southwest should organize a yes. uh, a, a yes. entrepreneurs lobbying trip to Washington. I've been saying that for some time. It's very easy for geeks. We are so, uh, you know, into what we do, and we have blinders on. We forget that we have clout, and we often aren't political. And uh, we got this is this is one issue where we really have to stand up and be counted because this all relies on network neutrality, and all of this stands on that house of cards. So watch this in the weeks and months to come. You're going to find the cable companies trying to find more ways to smash Netflix because they realize that right. Netflix is a huge competitor. And you asked the question, why would Comcast, why would Cabletown buy NBC? Um, because, <laughs> because as bad as the network's business is, it's better than the cable company's business model right now. So they're all screwed. <laughs> and I'd, so, if you have a you choice, know, I'd rather be a content creator than a content carrier. I should have put this... Um, well, right, and, and, and when you look at what YouTube is doing, and YouTube is creating, creating the, you know, buying extra networks as a way to make better content there, I, I think we finally find this, somebody is going to make it big on the Internet, and that's going to change the whole dynamic. <laughs> like One of these days. It's you, Leo. Somebody's going to make it big on the Internet. <laughs> it's you. You're going to do the tattoo show, and then you just don't know what's going to happen. It's going to go wild on you. <laughs> you think the tattoo is all that's missing? The tattoo really? show, yes, Leo's tats. <laughs> <laughs> I've got. I'm a, I'm a blank week. canvas, baby. That's right. That's right. Fill me up. <laughs> All right, Gina. That's I, a show I'd watch. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. No, trust me. <laughs> I could promise you, you would not watch that. Uh, we, right after Glee. Yeah, right after Glee. How'd you like Glee this week? I didn't see it. How'd you like it? I. What'd you think, Leo? Did you watch Gina? I did. My my DVR screwed up, and I so I. I started halfway through. It was very upsetting. I was all screwed up because of, of my trip. You guys just um, buy it. It's on iTunes. Just buy it. Yeah, I'm just going to... That's exactly what I did. I just ended up buying it. Tell me yeah. if this was, 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 this was a next step, but I thought it was, and I thought it was important. It was, the, it was a major gay teen kiss. Ooh. And 
And and what's great about that wow. too was there's no you know the the world did not collapse the next day except in, you know in, in, we have in, times in, have changed if you had done I'm reading a, a a great David David Bianco's book about the Smothers Brothers where they got censored because they said the word breast uh, my yes. my breast swells with love for you they actually had to cut that out that's crazy I thought you were gonna say it was a turning point because they did original songs uh, Jeff it didn't even occur to me that you said. <laughs> That's how. Like, oh, that's how accepted it's become. Big deal. A couple of guys kissing. What the hell is that? It's like whatever. That those two have been yeah. falling in love for like two years. You're yeah, a season I'm, already. I'm glad they <laughs> finally kissed. I put it wrong. I put it wrong. It wasn't the kiss. It was the fact that you know, in, in any show, there's a sexual tension relationship that finally bursts, and now it's that one has a relationship blossoming, and they did a very good job with it, and uh, they made fun. Of, I, I I said on Twitter it was good that they that happened, and they made fun of a church lady. And I got, you know, certain people yelling at me on Twitter. <laughs> probably uh, mostly church ladies, I would guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah the nuns were probably a stripper. Satan? <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, I missed it. I have actually not, uh, the season re resumed without letting me know. I've got a, I've got a bunch of you episodes. Get, yeah, you got to get caught up, but I'm going to buy Excited. it on iTunes right Yeah, now. that's what I did. So it's I know I've got it. I think you'll like it. Yeah. Because my DVR screwed up a number of times with it. I think that they may be doing some DVR manipulation. Yeah, maybe. Setting maybe. a flag or something. I don't know. There was definitely an argument in my house last night about why the season pass was not correctly configured. <laughs> you you there messed was some up domestic Glee. Discord about the Glee. The Glee mess up last night. So. Ah, that's it. I'm taking the remote control. I am now in charge. That's really funny. That's the modern the modern family fights over the TiVo. Yes, it's like no V is lower priority than Glee. V, <laughs> v, oh v. my, V, oh boy, you're such a geek. <laughs> just because it's sci-fi. I don't know. Maybe I, I think I just lost my geek card. V should be higher than, than Glee. I think I V think is over Glee. Be. It's uh, unless it's oh, alphabetical Glee's order. The new, the new geek. Glee, Gleek. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Gleeks yeah. are the new geeks. Gleeks are the new geeks. All right. I'm just going to very quickly, because yeah, TNT is ready and Tom Merritt oh. is here, I'm going to very briefly mention Google has updated its iOS client and put goggles in it and some nice new features, voice search. In fact, it kind of gives it parity in some ways with um, uh, the uh, client on Android. You can swipe uh, search results. It's got all the apps listed now, so you can jump right to the apps, including Orkut. Oh, wait a minute. I don't have Orkut on here. Never mind. Um uh, what else is new in here? There's quite a few new features. If you haven't tried uh, the Google search app on, uh, well, they even tell you what's new. Google goggles and notifications, which is kind of cool. So your Gmail or a calendar events will notify you uh, directly. Uh, I'm going to enable that because I like my calendar to tell me what's going on. If you have iOS update. That's it for this edition of This Week in Google. Gina Trapani is Ms. ThinkUp. She's given away an iPad, so go there and get one. She's also at SmarterWear.org. That's where she blogs and many other places as well. Great our, show, guys. Love doing geek. this show. So nice to be home and back in our regular routine. As much fun yeah. as Momo, Momo's was. And Momo's was fun. Yeah, yeah it Do was. Catch, if you didn't catch uh, this week's twit, Jeff and Gina feature prominently along with a cast of Millions. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Jarvis is a professor of journalism at the City University of New York, but he's also the author of What Would Google Do in a Blog Red Buzz Machine? Uh, dot a com. Thank you for being here, Jeff. Thank you for having me. A little programming note. We've got a new show called Mostly Photo and a new time for Mostly Photo starting next Tuesday. It'll be right after Mac Break Weekly. 
at uh, 1 p.m. Pacific time, 4 p.m. Eastern time at live.twit.tv. And uh, we are doing some photo walks. Uh, our first photo walk with Lisa Bettany, mostly Lisa. That's a is, cool idea. Yeah, I love photo yeah. walks. Uh, Lisa's March, great. Yeah. And we'll get a name photographer along with her, I believe. We're going to do it at the uh, March 26th at the Ferry Building in San Francisco. So if you're in the Bay Area, you want to meet Lisa. And really, you don't have to have a fancy camera or anything like that. Uh, just to come out and take pictures. Uh, you know, there was a Trey Radcliffe's photo walk. He had iPhone 4s, and that was great. Mostlyphotoadventures.com is our new website, mostlyphotoadventures.com. And you're actually going to see some of the most interesting things we're planning, including a Ford Explorer adventure coming up. We're going to send Lisa oh. out into the, uh, into the field and um, get her doing some... Uh, this is really cool. Mostly, It's Mostly Photo Adventures dot com oh and that's where she's you have to sweet, go she's a sweetheart it was good to oh. spend time with her yeah you that. got to meet her didn't you yeah, yeah finally that was really fun yeah she is uh she is a uh, really nice one of the nicest people i know and a great photographer and really a good teacher so that's kind of neat um mostly photo there it is mostly photo adventures dot short post your photo and we do want you to rsvp if you can so we know how many people expected the photo walk and we'll have some fun stuff there. Just click the Photo Walks tab to find out more. Also, I uh, want to remind you that Triangulation is coming up this afternoon, right after TNT, about an hour and a half from right now at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Stephen Wolfram of Wolfram Alpha will be our oh. guest. One of the smartest people Good in the guess. world. Good guess. Yes. Oh, the IQ of this network just went up. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, seriously. No I'm suddenly kidding. getting very dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've actually interviewed him before, and he's very pleasant, smart, of course, brilliant, but a very uh, interesting interview. So that should be fun. Tom Merritt and I will talk to Stephen Wolfram at 4 p.m. Pacific this afternoon. Thank you, Gina. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you all for being here. By the way, that triangulation show, if you're not listening live, you can capture. Uh, it's uh, twit.tv slash TRI, and it'll be out a few days later. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time on This Week in Google.